and welcome back to yet another fantastic episode of HR Talk, the all-new HR Talk for 2023. Welcome back. I'm one of the co-captains of the ship, JC, cross the bow down to sunny central Florida. Ricky Baez, how you doing, Ricky? Hello, hello, sir. Oh. Co-captain, I like that. Yeah, you like that, right? How do you like we the new house music, ranks. though? Man, it reminds me of us back in the day when we were going to raves. <laughs> At the back of 7-Elevens. It it's going to drop. <laughs> they always come in and sing a little bit, you know? And they always need someone. That's the thing. They always need someone. Have you noticed that? I know. <laughs> I need this. and It's like the opposite of a, of a country song. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Well... So. With that uh, big shout-out for some of the new music here to Gallo Azine, uh, Tech House Mix number 4. Tearing it up on the YouTube. Check them out. It's a great way to start your day in HR. That's all I got to say. With Tech Number 4. House music. Ricky Baez, so what's new in your world, man? What's going on? Man, brother, man, it's busy. Really busy. Yeah, went to the, uh, to the uh, uh, Rollins College Masters of HR um, program alumni event last night. Got to hang out with Amanda, friend of the show, and Lorena as well. And Crystal had a blast yesterday. So I got to see a lot of uh, old friends and I uh, got to see some students who are doing great things and former students who are doing amazing things. So hey, that's a beautiful a thing. Time. Do y'all get together like on a regular basis? Is this uh, a monthly like coffee talk or uh, what do you do once a year? Well, actually, we had such a great time yesterday. I don't know how, how many times they've done it before. This was sponsored by Rollins College. And uh, it was such a hit yesterday. I think more are coming. I just don't know when. But this was by Rollins College. There was food, drinks, people from all over. It was great. Understood. Understood. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not going to belabor things. We're going to get right into this. And we're going to hit our mm. all-new current events segment right now. We've got a lot going on. Uh, before we hit it, though, I do want to emphasize one thing. We will be at the Space Coast 2023 Space Coast HR Conference coming up April 19th, Wednesday, April 19th at Port Canaveral. That's the Radisson Resort at the port. If you don't already have your tickets, it's not too late. It will be too late past the 13th, though. <laughs> so make sure you stop by SpaceCoastHRConference.com, grab those tickets. And here's here's one of the amazing things Ricky buys. Um, you can, you can attend this conference no matter where you are. You can oh. get on that plane. You can fly on in. You can enjoy the fun, the sun. And one of the best parts is, uh, you would be able to network with some new professionals. And then if you want, just get on a cruise ship when you're done and go enjoy the Bahamas <laughs> for a few days. Cause it's literally right next to the port. You can't beat that. Tourism, travel, and work all into one. It's it's going to be an amazing time. I'm going to be the MC of that event. Uh, this is, right. I don't know, probably the what fifth, sixth time they've had me back. I feel very honored and blessed to have the opportunity. And um, the uh, co-captain is going to be there. We will be there in force that day. Isn't that right, Ricky Baez? That is correct. I will be there with the entire HR talk podcast equipment. I'll be interviewing people, swim by the table. Let's have a great conversation about why you like HR and, uh, and how excited you are about the rocket launch. Isn't there a rocket launch that night before? Yeah. There's some sort of rocket going up, uh, the night prior. I've, I've never seen, um, a rocket launch in person. 
uh, from down there. I'm actually fascinated to check that out. Uh, Really looking forward to that. But yeah, uh, Ricky's going to be at the uh, HR Talk podcast table. Uh, It'll be set up. You just come on by. Come on by and talk to us. uh, Capture an interview. You could literally talk about anything you want, though, right, Rick? Whatever you would like. As long as it's about HR. And and again, <laughs> uh, to, steal, uh, to steal a quote from a dear friend of the program, sweet baby Jay, uh, no face, no case. You don't even have to give us your name if you don't want to. Feel free to That's come right. by and share your opinions. Let it be about the speakers that day or anything in the world of human resources or uh, go with the topics Ricky was talking, if you like. But we will put that on the air. It's going to be part of a future program. And it's going to be an amazing time. Very big. Very big. Ricky, anything now else that on you- that? Yeah, now that you talked about Sweet Baby Jay, plug his podcast. What's his podcast again? Uh, it's, talking it's, uh, Sweet with Sweet Baby right. Jay. Yeah, it's a real great yeah, show. He t- oh, he talks about anything and everything that could get people in trouble. That's why he says, no face, no case. Don't say your name. Don't say what's happening. And there, there'll be no issues coming to you. But the stories are amazing. That's right. All right. Moving directly into our current events segment for the day today. We're going to be spending a little bit of time around the uh Space Coast, believe it or not. Our first one's coming to us from bizjournals.com. I'm going to bring the story to the table. Ricky Baez, you be prepared to dissect it from the human resource perspective and then gotcha. pepper in also your personal opinions. But according to reports, the engineering and architecture firm Burns & McDonald is going to be opening a new office in Melbourne, Florida. This move will help the company expand its presence in the Space Coast region, which is known for its aerospace and defense industries. The new office will begin with a small staff, but the company intends to expand its workforce in the future. The company has also worked on several notable projects in the region, including the construction of a new substation for a local utility company, according to reports. Now, overall, Burns and McDonald's efforts to strengthen its presence in the Space Coast region and capitalize on the region's economic opportunities are second to none. Ricky Baez, your thoughts? Now, I'm wondering... Are those positions going to be remote or are they going to be in office? Here's why. Because now, 15 years ago, JC, when a new company came in town, people were excited because that's more jobs for the community. These days, not necessarily so. You can have an organization set up shop in your backyard, but 90% of their employees are working out of state. So it doesn't really stimulate the economy per se. So I'm wondering, are these positions going to be on ground over in Melbourne, or is it going to be remote? Oh, that's a fantastic question. Uh, we do look forward to hearing from anyone over at Burns and McDonald for more information on that, and we'd be happy to do a follow-up in the future. I don't have the answer for you, uh, Ricky Baez, but that is a great question. Look, I'm a big proponent in having people. Uh, it, it's have flexibility to work from home or from the office. But in this particular case, I really hope that they are working from the office so it can help the economy in the Melbourne area. So another business, keep keep coming to Florida, folks. California, Texas, whatever, come over to Florida. We got plenty of space for you. Ha, huh? get it? Space Coast, space. Uh, I, yeah, I see what you did there. All right, moving forward, our next story comes to us directly from rebusinessonline.com. Rebusiness? Rebusiness. Rebusiness. All right, Red Oak Capital Group has provided a $10.2 million loan to finance the purchase of an industrial facility in Florida's Space Coast region. Blue Origin, a space exploration company founded by Jeff Bezos, is currently leasing the facility. The property has 265 
2,000 square feet of space and is near other aerospace and defense firms. The Space Coast region has experienced strong economic growth in recent years as the result of the expansion of the space industry. And the Red Oak Capital Group loan will assist the buyer who is not named in acquiring the property and capitalizing on the region's economic oh. opportunities. That sounds like it might be remote, though, huh, Rick? I mean, it might, it might, but anything that has to do with Blue Origin, I I am excited. SpaceX, Blue Origin, it it really is exciting, especially me living 45 minutes from from Port Canaveral and the uh, Kennedy Air uh, Space Station, right? No, what is it? What's it called now? I don't know. I've never been there. Yeah, well, I'll figure it out. But um, look, we have seen rockets launch left and right on a monthly basis. Like so often now, Kennedy it's like Space we don't even think Center. about it. Kennedy Space Center. I thought they changed it because of Space Force, didn't oh, they? Oh, jeez, Louise, I don't even know now. That's what I thought. Okay, anyway, um, no. So, dude, this is this is great news because this that's going to put Florida at the forefront of commercial space flight. This this is what that's why this is happening. And whether it's in Texas, whether it's in California or here in Florida, I would love to see more organizations coming over here. And look, if you're out there in the recruiting world who work um, for the Kennedy Space Center or anywhere in that area, I would love for you to call and I would love to interview you because I would like to see how difficult it is to recruit somebody with those kind of credentials. Somebody that has managed a space program, somebody that's literally a rocket scientist, because we joke about that all the time. I'm no rocket scientist. Somebody is. Right? <laughs> and I would love to see how what it takes to recruit somebody with that specific skill set. I'm really fascinated. Yeah, I by wonder that. if the uh, job description reads 15 years experience required for the entry level position or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, back when the you know when the uh, space uh, space program was shut down, could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm excited for that. Blue Origin, bring it down. All right, moving right along. Oh, gotta love that house background, right? You feeling that? I'm just waiting for the drop, though. I'm trying to figure out what she needs. I don't know, but it's the longest buildup. There it is. There Welcome we back. go. There right. we go. Thank you. Thank Finally you. got past the buildup. Goodness. All <laughs> right. Next one's from MelbourneFlorida.org. The Economic Development Administration has awarded the city of Melbourne, Florida, a $3 million grant to support the development of a new industrial park in the area. The grant will be used to fund the construction of the new infrastructure for the industrial parks, such as roads, water lines, and, believe it or not, sewer lines the project is expected to generate new jobs and attract business to the area the grant is a significant achievement for the city according to reports and it reflects the hard work and dedication of local leaders and some people around town ricky bias back to you that's very hard hitting there i mean look so you see what's happening you see what's happening tell me what do you mean they they are trying the city, the government in that area, the, the the local entity is trying to strengthen the the foundation of that area of getting ready for the people that are going to come live and work there. That's going to become the biggest pace hub. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So you start putting two and two together and all these news stories coming out with the infrastructure being updated and all these companies moving down here. It, it's it's give the Space Coast, Melbourne, Rockledge, Cape Canaveral, that area, give them 10 years. It is going to be a powerhouse hub for employment. It's kind of wild when you think about all the jobs being laid off in the Silicon Valley 
(laughs) and the East East Bay or wherever else. And yet the Space Coast is booming for I don't even know how many years in a row now. It's not going to slow down either. Isn't there like a major rail line that's going in between Orlando and and the coast as well, Rick? There's something like that, right? It's it's called the Bright Line Rail Line. It goes from Miami. It's going to go up the Space Coast to the Orlando International Airport. And there's a huge fight right now to see if it stops at Disney or not. So that's the huge fight there. But I'm excited for that because now if I want to go to Miami, because, for example, I'm going to I'm going to Barcelona at the end of May and we're flying out of Miami. So now I got to rent a car, take it down there and leave it there. Whereas if this was built right now, all my family and I have to do is just hop on the bright line, spend two and a half hours there, listen to your podcast, like eight of them. Right. (laughs) And then to get to the Miami International Airport, hop on a flight. I love it. I appreciate so I the cheap wait. plug for interesting things with JC, which you I can catch every day. By the that. Yeah, give me oh, give dude. me some feedback. Let's do it right dude, now. I love those videos. I love those videos. Those videos do it justice. I saw the one oh, about you. the C five Galaxy. Yeah, that was awesome, dude. So it, it's I know before and look, we're growing with this thing and we're learning how to plug different things here and there. The videos really do it justice because now um, I'm able to see what your words are describing jc oh i really appreciate it and you know trying to find uh royalty free imagery and things like that is never easy to come by too so uh doing a lot with that hey while we're on the topic of interesting things with jc i've got something for you you interested yeah hook it up i'm john ryan and this is pod roast episode 60 and that means we're pod toasting every 10th episode it's brilliant not brickbats today a friendly random read out wikipedia nirvana for quizzes and zombies at sea in a different part of the enchanted forest of podcast radio we're introducing some new titles who have approached us since we launched with the intention as ever of showcasing the best podcasts in the world this week i'm delighted to introduce you to a couple of them in pod toast jc is a podcast host announcer and mc from western in new york jc senior his dad was a radio announcer and passed on the radio gene to our jc who's blessed with one of those rich deep voiceovery voices nowadays he presents a podcast about hr I'm sure that's great, but not for here, maybe. And another one with the Ron Seal title, Interesting Things with JC. Now, one of my many podcast rules is you never tell your listener that something is interesting. Let them listen and discover that for themselves, or usually otherwise. Another rule is listeners love consistency. Podcasts that work are easy to define and inhabit the same territory every episode. So something defined as a short story podcast series about interesting things, frankly, wasn't something I had high expectations about. But then Uh you discover one of JC's strengths, his eye for a subject. In the last few episodes, he's podcast about the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve, which is literally a 727 million barrel storage tank underneath Texas, the 30 types of Belgian waffles, the invention of Velcro, the fiberglass cat in Catford, ketchup originally sold as a medicine, and the fact that camels have three eyelids. One thing is for sure about interesting things with JC, you're going to learn something. Here's a man who's insatiably curious about the most random stuff, and his vocal style makes that curiosity absolutely infectious. There are many different types of Belgian waffles. There is no such thing as a singular Belgian waffle. In 1948, 
George Demistral went for a walk with his dog. And when he got back home, he found that the dog was covered with burrs. Burrs are those seed sacks that get stuck to you in the woods. Cornstarch is Ew. actually a pure gluten-free product <laughs> made from grinding the corn kernel, cleansing the product, then allowing the substance to dry into the well-known powder state. Camels have three eyelids. Two of the eyelids have eyelashes, which help protect their eyes from the sand. The third is a very thin lid, which works as sort of a windshield wiper. Another reason this works is no episode outstays its welcome. Two minutes here, six minutes there, a three-minuter over there. He jumps straight in. No preamble, no crappy signature tune, no tedious how are you's with a giggly co-host. No <laughs> assumption you've heard previous episodes or back references to obscure gags 20 episodes ago. <laughs> straight in with a subject and a simple, these are interesting things with JC at the end. As well as this no-nonsense approach, the paddling duck under the surface is the research that JC must do. This doesn't appear to be read-out Wikipedia, but tightly written, audio-friendly scripts. There's a simplicity about these. I almost want there to be more. It is just JC. There are no guests, no treatment, no music. But it's almost like an ADSR thing. The rhythm of JC's voice, the unhurried style... The slightly pregnant pause to let a fact be taken in by your brain. Slightly Even pregnant. the regular, usually terrible gags that occasionally end an episode. There's one about Elton John that's so awful it's brilliant. I'll let you find that for yourself. You'll be hearing JC pop up from time to time right here. The polyphilicized episodes are the perfect way of bridging the gap between the meteor podcasts here on Podcast Radio. Keep an ear out for the big American accent and spend a few minutes finding out about something you had no idea you were interested in. <laughs> All right, so there's a summary of that podcast. You brought it up, so I figured I'd play you the clip. That's uh, John Ryan. He's featured on Podcast oh. Radio. He was Wait. a big-time... Uh, guy on the BBC for the longest time. So big shout out to him for the excellent review on Pod Roast. Yes, Rick. All this time, I'm thinking, man, I can't believe JC got Piers Morgan to say that about him. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I just like him. Oh, and you know that there's a lot of different uh, jokes that we can tell. You know, um, some jokes are are good and clean for podcasts. Others aren't. You know, um, in regards to the Elton John joke, you know, I, I couldn't find a seat for the new Elton John film, Rick. Okay. I'm Why? still standing. <laughs> <sighs> Dude, All right. I don't know about it being brilliant. <laughs> Please. All right, let's hit the gas. Heading back to our final current events story for you. At Cape Canaveral, Florida, a group of University of Central Florida UCF students, which UCF is an amazing school, by the way. Yeah, it is. It really is. is. I was only joking about it a few episodes back about it being horrible, Mm -hmm. only because it's Mm -hmm. a whole, you know, Baylor versus UCF thing in football. He got threatened. It's all good, (laughs) though. That's what happened. (laughs) But the 1950s, uh, so, so UCF students discovered an old rocket launch blockhouse, believe it or not, Rick. Oh, now, okay. the uh, 1950s era blockhouse was used to support the Bumper 8 rocket launch, which was the first rocket launched from Florida. The discovery was made during the excavation project led by UCF students looking for remnants of the launch. Now, according to reports, the discovery is significant because it sheds new light on the early history of rocket launches in Florida and highlights the state's important role in the space industry. The University of Central Florida students are working to preserve the site and share their findings with the public. Back to you. 
why are they making it sound like this was a fossil from 5,000 years ago? But <laughs> yeah, they're right. talking about rockets, <laughs> right? I mean, how is this? this that, that's not a discovery. It's still a that's beautiful a discovery. Stuff. Yeah, they didn't know it was. I, I don't know. Let's feel good for the kids. They did great things. <laughs> no, I'm just saying they're making it sound like it's a fossil. And they're talking about rockets who are only their only relevance is World War II. So I, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I'm not buying it. <laughs> yeah, I got you. But okay. I got you. Okay. Hey, um, any questions for me on the current event stuff before we move to our next topic of the program here? Next topic it is, sir. All right, next topic. Let's do this. Ricky Baez, guess what? What's going on? We've got a list of amazing speakers coming up for the Space Coast HR Conference April 19th this next Wednesday. Let's find out a little bit more about them right now. Ricky, make sure you get that pulled up right away, too. We've got some big topics to cover right here. So first up, uh, one of the first speakers in the list is Mike Aitken, the chief membership officer of SHRM. And believe it or not, following 15 years of leading SHRM's successful advocacy programs as vice president of government affairs, Mike is a leading authority on the issues important to the HR profession, and he drives SHRM's membership vision. We're going to have a chance to hear from him that day as one of the keynote addresses. And, you know, believe it or not, before joining Sherm in 2003, he spent 14 years with the College and University Professional Association for Human Resources. Ah, uh, Coupa. Yeah, okay. That's right, Coupa, which yeah. represents more than 23 billion HR, I'm sorry, 23,000 no. <laughs> HR professionals, wow. over okay. 1,900 higher education institutions. He, he's a powerhouse. And what yeah. a way to start the day, um, People have said, you know, they hear Johnny C. Taylor talk, and it's amazing. I, I, th- I'm sure it is. But sign me up for some Mike Aitken, man. You know, I, I'm ready to hear it. What do you think about this speaker? No, right I'm, ex- I'm excited too because I, you know, normally we hear about Johnny C. Taylor, Johnny C. Taylor, Johnny C. Taylor. I'm sorry. I don't know about you, JC. I hardly ever hear about anybody else in the organization. So I'm really excited to see Mike. I mean, I'm sad that I've never seen him speak before. I know Cooper very well because I know actually you and I know some people in HR oh, yeah. who go to Cooper every year. Um, and, 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 and it is an amazing organization where people from when HR professionals from the higher learning industry come together, but to see him there and 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 see his perspective on HR, I'm really excited about because I've never seen it before. Next speaker on the list is going to be Troy Clemens, the Director of Human Resources, Sunlight Solutions, and Vice President of the HR of Florida State Council. Ricky, tell me a little bit about Troy. So Troy, for the nearly 25 years, Troy Clemens, he's partnered with organizations to increase likable and loyalty within the talent base. Things we really should be thinking about from an HR perspective there, JC. So seeking to understand the employee voice, he helps companies develop cultures to ensure all voices are heard. You heard that? All voices. He's a director of HR at Sunlight for Sunlight Solutions, a software developer providing comprehensive technological solutions, helping industry-leading insurance companies achieve their policy management needs. In addition, he currently serves as the VP of the HR Florida State Council. All right. And so what is that? The state conference director. What's, what's the council? Is it like a uh, do they vote you off the island if you do bad things? I don't know if they put you up there. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a voting process, right? But I think that that's the what show. That's the Ricky. What TV show was that where you were on the island and you got voted Survivor? Survivor, Survivor, right? Yeah, Survivor. It's that's H- what it was. HR Survivor, Florida style, <laughs> right? We vote yeah, you out I, of Florida. 
No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be awesome. Troy, be awesome. we're only kidding around. We're only kidding around. I know. I know. No, so look, it, it's so HR, the uh, HR Florida State Council, they represent over 16,000 individuals of HR professionals, and, and they're also uh, affiliated with the Society for HRMS, for, so for SHRM. Huge. So they've been around Florida for a while. Yeah. And I believe they hold the state conference, HR Florida, every August. Well, I'm going to be looking for forward to uh, getting flown down for that. And I was doing HR Talk Live from the floor this year. Just uh, let me know what the dates are. And I'll be there with Ricky. Not a problem. Next up, the next speaker <laughs> on the list is going to be Jerry Hoffner, president of Personal Dynamics Consulting Group. He's a powerhouse, Rick. Uh, he's got a straight talk approach to management. Uh, he's got an amazing humor style. And he's world-renowned. In the U.S., he's a highly sought-after speaker. He's been featured in that, um, what is that? It's not HR Talk Magazine, just HR Magazine. That's right. <laughs> okay. It should be an HR Talk Magazine, let me tell you, though. I was just, I was just about to say that. You're so, right. Yeah, so he was featured in there. Uh, he did some work on the Workforce 2020 program, and his Best Places to Work program was one of six recipients worldwide way back mm. in 2002 of the National Pinnacle Award from Sherm, believe it or not. So he's, did not know that. Yeah, he's he's been around for quite. There's a lot more going on with him. If if you remember on a previous episode of HR Talk, we had Nick Ryback on talking yep. about the predictive index. Well, Jerry's also a certified PI consultant as well. Oh, so he's yeah. got that whole angle on things too. I wonder if he works with the Jacksonville Jaguars to help make them better using PI. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> be intriguing. We'll see. I'll find that later on this month. All right. Next in the list is Trina Pulliam, president of Trainovations. Ricky Baez, tell us about Trina. Now, Trina, a 26-year-old boutique consulting firm with a team of specialists focusing on effectiveness of local government. That is what Trainovations is. So as a national Malcolm Balrish examiner, a position that's appointed by the Secretary of Commerce, I did not know that, for the eight years allowing Trina to give back to the country by leading teams through a rigorous evaluation process to help raise the bar, JC. That's all she's doing. So she is going to be there as well. She specializes in organizational improvement, conscious leadership, strategic planning, and efficiency measures. And she's a graduate of the University of Florida, Go Gators, where she studied business, finance, and economics. Wow. Super cool. Yeah. A little blurb on her there says she's an ultra marathoner. Uh, That's people that run more than like 50 kilometers or 35 miles or something like that. So uh, you really need to talk to her, get her to sit down. I would love if you could get an interview with each one of these guests uh, that day. They're certainly more than welcome to come by the table. And anyone in attendance that wants to sit down and talk with them as well, uh, happy to record that and put that on a future program. Next on the list is going to be Michelle Tatum-Bush, partner at Ford Harrison, as well as Louis D. Wilson, a partner at Ford Harrison. They do the legal deep dive every year. They're fantastic at it. They bring out the uh, more recent trends and and help bring real-world expertise to the table to help you in the space of HR. I really enjoy their uh, conversations, don't you, Rick? I love their... You know, this is what I look forward to every year. Because this is this is exactly what what a lot of HR people go for. They want to see what is new in the law, what is going to happen, and that's how is it going to affect them. I'm excited. 
Yeah, me too. It's going to be fantastic. Well, with that being said, April 19th, this next Wednesday, Radisson Resort at the Port, Port Canaveral. Uh-huh. Stop by SpaceCoastHRConference.com. You can buy your tickets until close of business on the 13th. That's Ooh. tomorrow or today, no. depending on when oh, you're well, listening. Yeah. <laughs> depending on when this. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Is this the slightly pregnant pause that guy was talking about? Oh, okay. Ready? It's time for HR Social Media. It's our roundup of some of the most pressing HR topics and news that we found in human resources from the various social medias. And we're going to get right into it. The first one here was shared to me privately uh, from a trusted HR source. They wanted to make the public post, but they preferred if we just bring it up here. No face, no case, as Sweet Baby (laughs) Jay says. So with that being said, uh, they covered this in HRDive.com in a recent article. The EEOC has filed a lawsuit against Walmart, alleging that the company violated the ADA by firing an employee who suffered from seizures. According to the EEOC, Walmart failed to accommodate the employee's disability and fired her despite excellent work performance. The ADA does require employers to provide reasonable accommodations for employees with disabilities. The employee is suing for back pay and other damages, as well as changes to Walmart's policies and practices to prevent similar violations in the future for others. Ricky, buys your thoughts? I mean, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to really put thoughts together when you have an organization so large, which I would have to assume they have an enormous, and I mean enormous legal and HR budget. And within that budget, you've got to get some kind of training to put, or even a, you know, it's a process for recruiting to put competent HR people there that would say, "Whoa, we're not going to fire this lady. We need to have an, a, a a a a dynamic dialogue. We have this ADA thing that we have to worry about." Or they did do that, and managers said, "You know what? No, we're going to let this person go." That's also a plausible outcome as well. So I would like to know more how HR was involved. That's what I want to know, because, look, if the employee is starting to have seizures, you are required by law to have a dynamic dialogue for ADA. And based on what I'm hearing right now, that would have been an easy, easy, easy win. Yeah, easy. But look, I mean, look, now they're getting negative press and now they're they're being sued. Now, granted, there's missing information because I would like to see how HR was involved. But that's it's just sad. It is. Ah, maybe you should conduct an investigation. Reach out to Biasco, biasco.com. Your private investigator in the HR space. I don't know about that. <laughs> but okay, yes. <laughs> Is that something you want to get into or no? no. You, oh, that'd be awesome. Just get a hat and a and an overcoat like Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Always have smoke around me and I don't smoke. Show up like John Wick. Who knows? <laughs> All right. With a dog collar. <laughs> oh, you're a mess. All right, so this next one was shared to us by someone who doesn't mind being named. It's uh, Labor and Employment Attorney Defending Discrimination, Harassment, Retaliation, EEOC, FULSA, Handbooks Training, (laughs) FLSA, that was, and much more. David Miklas shared this with HR Talk today, actually. 
Yeah. Quote, can asking to work remote get you fired? What if I told you HR pros that Sherm CEO Johnny Taylor had a Sherm employee want to move states, suggesting that she could work remotely? What if I told you Johnny decided to outsource the employee's role to someone in India and the offshoring of the position saved around 40% in labor costs? Would you celebrate that? I mean, you pay annual dues to Sherm, so Johnny <laughs> is saving you money, right? End quote. From the desk of David Miklas, over to you, Ricky yep. Baez. So, all right, i I've been i I've been toying around with this topic for the past couple of months, and actually, um, when uh, when when David shared that with us, David, thank you very much, appreciate it. When he shared that with us, I'm like, hold up, there's there's I've talked about this a few months ago, so let me go ahead and share my TikTok that I did. So check this out, JC. I got a TikTok on there, and it was on March eighth, talking about remote work. Check it out. Well, hold on. Let's start it over. Here we go. Boat work and hybrid work is the biggest threat to white collar jobs that we've ever seen. No, it's not. I'll explain. Hello, my name is Ricky Baez. I own a boutique HR consultancy firm and am co-host of the HR Talk podcast. If you continue to watch that video, he goes on to say, if American workers want to keep working from home, making about $150,000 a year, organizations are going to realize they can get the same kind of labor overseas for half the cost. The problem with that notion is organizations did that 20 years ago, and it backfired. They quickly realized that they were not getting the same kind of quality of work that they would get from American workers. They literally were getting what they pay for that's why when you call customer service these days, they answer the phone with, hi, my name is Ricky from Tennessee. How can I help you? To let customers know it is an American-based call center. That strategy failed. Let's learn from it. Let's learn from it, JC. I, I, I don't, and, and look, this is, this is the head of the world's largest HR organization. It's, it's the head of Sherm. So what happened? Are, are there more details? There was a report that there was something uh, from a, a cited news source, Business Insider, maybe? Is there no, more? No, actually, info? it wasn't. It was Business Insider, but I saw they were talking about um, it, it was an interview with the Wall Street Journal. I haven't read that yet. Not the Wall Street Journal one, but uh, the Business Insider story, when they were talking about it, they were just asking him about remote work. And that's what he said. And and look, going back to what David said, from a membership owner, I don't know if I would celebrate that. I mean, yes, um, if if I'm a stockholder in any organization, I would want to to for the people I put in charge to do right by the stakeholders and do right by the people who who actually work there and they own part of the company to get money back. But at what cost? At what cost? I would not celebrate that because if uh, if they started to do that, other organizations are not going to be able to compete. They're going to be forced to do the same thing. It's going to shift the labor market. And it is a huge, huge mistake. Not only that, 20 years ago, again, like I said in, in that TikTok video, it, it's, it backfired because people did not want to talk to anybody overseas. At the end of the day, that's how Americans feel. So Christopher Meany the director of human resources at Florida Realtors did reply, uh, and I quote, I'm not trying to be the dissenter, but David Miklas, which state did the employee want to move to? I'll share in the outrage if it was in Virginia, Maryland, or perhaps West Virginia, PA, or Delaware. <laughs> but what if it was going to be the only employee in a state 
which would add to the complexities of the state's employment laws, which a Virginia employer might not want to account for. So, good point, good point, but at what cost? At what cost? And I know the organization needs to 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 be as efficient as as possible. And when I consult with clients, I tell them, it's especially with my HR clients trying to be better HR people for their organization. Is you whatever you decide, whatever advice you give, always do it with with the uh, with the cost in mind. You want to be as neutral as possible, as efficient as possible. That's how leaders operate. But in this situation. <laughs> Doing so is going to start this wildfire where all these other organizations are going to be forced to do the same. And I say forced because now they'll be able to operate at a much lower cost, which on its own, that's what they're supposed to do. But they're not going to be able to compete. So they have to do the same thing. And the only people who lose here are the American workers. And that's crappy. Strong words from a guy in Central Florida, Ricky Baez. What happened to the silverback gorilla? We are in a new phase of the program where we don't <laughs> oh, refer to you that way. I <laughs> got it. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, that's all I have on that topic, unless you have more. No, I am good, sir. All it's, right. I just, I just wanted to touch on that, and that was it. Next up, I'm going to take you back to the world of the BBC. That is part of the reason why I played that John Ryan clip earlier, tied things together a little bit, right? Yes, Elon morning. Musk sat down with the BBC and had some very strong words for them. I'm going to play the clip, and then I want you to jump right in, Ricky. I'm curious as to your thoughts. All right. COVID is no longer uh, an issue. Does the BBC uh, hold itself at all responsible for misinformation regarding masking and, and side effects of vaccinations and not reporting on that at all? And what about the fact that the BBC was put under pressure by the British government to change its editorial policy? Are you aware of that? This is a, this is not an interview about the BBC. Oh, you so. thought it wasn't. <laughs> I, this, I see now why you've done Twitter Spaces. I am not a representative of the BBC's editorial policy. I want to make that clear. Let's talk about something else. You want to talk about the BBC? All right. Let's 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 talk about let's talk about something else. You weren't expecting that. Okay. Over to you. So. Okay, so he's putting them on blast. Now, I don't know if they did report it or did not report it or what information Elon Musk have, but let's assume that his information is credible. Then a legit question, right? Why don't you? And But you know what? It's unfair for him to do that to the guy who's... And, and I agree with him. He's not part of the people who make the policy. He's just the one interviewing him. <laughs> what does he know about it, right? So I feel bad for the guy that got put in the spot, right? Now... It's his job as a reporter to expect things like that and have a good reply. But like you said, I mean, like Elon said, he wasn't expecting that. Right. So, look, I'm I'm from my point of view, if he's got credible, credible information, go ahead, push on them, put them on the spot. But let me see the information he's talking about, because, yes, they are side effects for vaccines. Every single medicine known to man has a side effect. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't know anything that doesn't have a side effect? So I don't know why he's 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 hammered on the BBC about that unless he's got that credible info. That's all I got. Nice. Yeah, right? All right. That's beautiful stuff, man. <laughs> Slightly pregnant. You know, there was a uh, <laughs> <does that> mean? <laughs> a dear friend of mine 
saw a new poster in their workplace. Um, okay. If you find it extremely funny, please get in touch with HR. It's probably a form of harassment. Ah. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> That's a real poster? <laughs> so is do you think there's truth behind that statement? <laughs> oh, yes, dude. <laughs> yes. If you are laughing hysterically at something you're not supposed to be doing at work, then yeah, go to HR. <laughs> There's no clean. Okay, when was what was the last clean joke that made you just turn to the side and stitches? Uh, this one Never. just now. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna ask you a typical HR question, and I want your answer, and then I'm gonna give you the way I would answer it. Are you ready? Got it. Ready. Why should I hire you? Me in particular, or just in general? All, all I can tell you with the question is, why should I hire you? You should hire me, JC, because I, because you have a need in this organization. And in order for this organization to move in the next phase, whatever phase that is, you're going to need the skills that I'm an expert in to help you do that. Ah, That's where you should hire me. That was really good, actually. That's not the way <laughs> I would recommend answering that, though, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Uh, if posed with that question, just very simply reply, uh, because this company needs someone who knows why he should hire people. And leave it at that. Wait, what? Yeah. So <laughs> when posed, that yeah, so when posed with the question, why should I hire you? Just simply reply, because this company needs someone who knows why he should hire people. <laughs> okay. Now you got it. You got it. That's now. a jab at Dan. Yeah. That's a jab at the recruiter. <laughs> so apparently you don't know how to do your job, Mr. Recruiter. <laughs> Or Mrs. Recruiter, whatever. I mean, right? I don't judge. if the question is asked, <laughs> you know. Because <laughs> you're hiring and I don't or, want to or, or the other question, starve. you know, what's your strategy to avoid mistakes and blunders at work? Here's how I would answer it, okay? Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. It's simple. Never do work when at work. Boom. You're done. <laughs> so you avoid mistakes by not doing work. All right. Because all right. mistakes happen when you do work. Last okay, one I for you, it. Ricky Baez, and I'm okay. going to throw this one to you. Why okay. did you leave your last job? Oh, okay. I'm going to give the real answer here. You know, I left my last job because it, it, it's I've done all I can do for the organization. And although I still got a great relationship with them and I can easily stay there and help them where they currently are right now, I need something more. I need something more. I'm hungry for something bigger and a bigger challenge because right now I'm not getting that. And I feel with, with the goals you have in place and the lack of, 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 of talent you're going to need to fill that, that I can help with. I think this is exactly where I'm going to stay for the next five to 10 years. Yeah. And over on my side, when asked the question, why did you leave your last job? I would simply reply, the company relocated and didn't tell me where. <laughs> You like that one, right? <laughs> how much of a, how much do they hate you that they want to get up and just move the entire? You guys, that's all I have for today's program. What else do you have? I'm Final sorry, thoughts dude, going around hilarious. the room. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Final thoughts. No, look. Final thoughts. I'm going to use my final thoughts to plug the Jacksonville 
You know what I'm talking about. It is the Jacksonville Sherm Conference at the end of this month. It is on April 27th. Johnny C. Taylor will be there. I will be the MC that has been uh, confirmed, and I will be the the closing keynote speaker as well. Go to shermjacks.com. You'll be able to find tickets there. And look, if you need anything, just any HR stuff, buyesco.com. Give me a shout. I'll help you. On behalf of uh, Ricky Baez, I'm JC. This is the all-new HR Talk for 2023. A little bit more toned down than the circus that you're used to, but give us your feedback. We're happy to go back to the circus anytime you desire. That's right. (laughs) And with that being said, we look forward to seeing each and every one of you at the Space Coast HR Conference this coming Wednesday, April 19th at the Radisson Resort of the Port in Port Canaveral, Florida. Drive safe, everyone. Have a good night. I feel like it's, I should spend 200 bucks on a bottle of, I don't know, Grey Goose. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I should overspend for alcohol right now. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to get a taco on Wednesday. <laughs>